going to have to just be too much worried about which chapter we're going to be in because we're going to deal with the one that's there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, also, those that uh, uh, have the children to be going uh, down uh, the first two days of spring break, make sure you give the name to, to Joe Nita there so we can get a, a record of how many are going so we can kind of know what our expenditures are going to be. Amen. And we just thank God once again for all of you. We're going to the book of Jude. I'm going to read some verses and then we will go before you and, and we'll go in God in prayer. In the book of Jude, chapter number one. It reads as thus. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother James, to them that are sanctified by God, the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Hmm. Three things there. Mercy unto you, and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, verse number three, Beloved, when I gave all the diligence to write unto you of a common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye shall earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. Verse 4 says, For there are certain men crept in unawares, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, the word of God says, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, we ask now that you allow me to decrease and you would increase, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that you would clothe me in the garments of thee. We pray, Holy Master, that your Holy Spirit, the teacher, he himself, will come and, and bring forth your word. And Father God, we thank you for the anointing that's already present in the house, Lord God, that has already destroyed yokes. And Father, we just give you praise and glory and honor. And Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are my Redeemer and my strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For a, a, for a, 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 a thought or, or something to, to, to carry with us through the week, we want to talk about um, our faith under attack. Our faith under attack. Our faith under attack. Starting at verse number one, it says, now Jude is talking to a set of people, and it says, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, and brother of James, to them that are sanctified. Now, that word sanctified, that means make holy, make clean, to render pure, or purified by the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the word purified there, it means to uh, one that is the, uh, where the impurities are removed. The, this is a particular set of people that Jude uh, is speaking to uh, 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 on behalf of Jesus Christ. And it says to those that are sanctified, okay, they're sanctified, that, that, that uh, the impurities are being removed from our lives, being made holy, being made clean, and we are being rendered pure. 
And then secondly, he says, it's the sanctification comes by God. You can't do anything with it. You can't sanctify, or I can't sanctify, or we cannot sanctify ourselves. It has to be done by God. It says, God the Father. And it says, preserved in Jesus Christ. Now, they also, those same sanctified people are preserved. Now, the word preserved there means from loss or injury. So, those that he's speaking to, he's talking about they're preserved in Jesus Christ, and they're kept from loss or injury. Uh, they're being kept for the fulfillment of God. So, whatever God's plan is for our, our lives, then we are preserved for that reason, uh, for the fulfillment of God. God wants to fulfill some things in our life. And then it also says it means reserved for later use. Amen. Who want to be reserved for a later use for God? Amen. Amen. So, so that means God got some mess down the road. So he's preserving us in order that we can be reserved to be used later on down the road. And it also means that we're kept by the way of protection. So when we're preserved, God is keeping us by the way of protection. So, so those that he's speaking to, not only are they sanctified and being made holy, or they, they're, they're, the impurities are being removed, but we are being preserved. Hallelujah. And I like that part about being preserved for a later use for God. I like, oh God, that means I got something to look forward to. Amen. I got something to look forward to. I don't have to get everything right now. If I get everything right now, I might forget. So, so later on, that means that's something else God got in store for me. So he's got me on reserve. Amen. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for, for being on reserve. And then it goes on and says, and they are called, hallelujah, in Jesus Christ and called. Now, that word called there means we have an invitation from the kingdom with all its privileges. We have an invitation from the kingdom. You see, everybody's not kingdom-minded. And we got a lot of church folk, church goers, and they are not kingdom-minded. But see, comes with the kingdom, that come privileges with the kingdom. So uh, he's speaking specifically to these types of people. Now, there's something, there's a reason why he's saying all this. Verse number two, he says, because we're sanctified, because we're being preserved, and because we're being called into the kingdom with his privileges, he says, I want mercy and peace and love be multiplied. So whenever your faith is under, under attack, we've got to have mercy. Now, mercy, uh, God gave us that, that definition uh, some weeks back. Mercy is active compassion on display. So when my faith is under attack, I want the mercies of God, the, the compassion of God, to, to be on display. Amen. Don't know about y'all, but I, I want God's compassion to be on display when I'm going through. When I'm under attack, I, I don't know how many of y'all been under attack, but I've been under attack. Amen. So, and I love the fact that God's compassion is always on display. And the it's active. It's, God's compassion is not inactive. God's compassion is active. And and, 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 and say it for the uh, mercy to be multiplied. In other words, God, you're increasing your mercy on my behalf. He's increasing his mercy on your behalf, especially when your faith is under attack. I'm the Lord, thank you, Jesus. And then he, was, oh, he goes on to say, and he said, and peace be multiplied. 
You see, when we are going uh, under attack, and when we're under attack, we want the peace of God in our lives to be multiplied. Don't know about God, but I like peace. But don't like confusion. Don't like chaos. But I do love peace. And and we have to talk with those that have been called, those that have been sanctified, those that have been preserved. He said, you your your peace has to be multiplied to be able to go through what you're going to go through. Because it's your faith that's under attack. Not, not, not you, but your faith, your belief that you have in God and what God says, that's what's going to come under attack. And, and then he goes on to say, and your love be multiplied. So, so, uh, so God, what, wait a minute, my love will be multiplied. You know, that's going to be needed when our faith is under attack. Our love has got to be multiplied. Our love has to increase. I said, oh God, thank you, Lord, thank you. And he said, there's a reason for all of this. Okay, God. Let's slow down a little bit. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, amen. Amen. Let's look at verse number three. Remember now, our faith is under attack. Our faith is under attack. Now, verse number three says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of a common salvation. Common means everybody got it. Everybody got it. It's common. Everybody's got it. Uh, it was needful for me to write unto you and exalt you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith. That means your faith is going to be under attack. You got to contend for your faith. You got to fight for what you believe in. And that's the reason why this word is being brought forth. It says, "For the faith which was once delivered unto the saints," meaning that we had it before, but God wants to bring us in remembrance that our faith is going to come under attack. Okay, God. All right. Now, verse number four. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Verse number four says, watch this. It says, For there are certain men crept in on the ground who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, the ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. That's okay, God, what are you saying? He said, first of all, we got to understand this when we're contending for our faith. It says, there are certain men. Now, understand, God don't have gender, okay? There's no gender in God. It says, they have crept in. In order for somebody, something to creep in, that means it, it, it's, it's moving to such a way that you really don't even know that it's there. So, so it's kind of hiding itself. It's, it's sneaking in. You know, it sneaks in. It says, they crept in on a way. Mm-hmm. And then it says, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. And, 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 and there God says, what is happening is, they have settled in alongside with us. Those that crept in. That, you know, it's just like, listen, this is an example the Lord gave me. He said, you know how it is when, most, it happens mostly with men more so than women. But you know how the men have on this cologne? And, and it can be so strong. And, and, and when you embrace them, and when you walk away, you've got that snake. Or when you shake that hand, because of the cologne they wear, sometimes it be so strong, then what happens is, then when they walk away from you, you smell your hand, then it smells like me. So in other words, what God is saying that the, the those that have crept in on a way that sometimes we carry that sin, not realizing we're carrying that sin and not our own. Mm-hmm. He says, they're sitting right there alongside of us. Okay, God. And then he goes on to say that they're ordained for this. 
They've been ordained. The, 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 this position that, they, that, that uh, they're operating in, that they have been ordained to, to do just what they're doing. Then God goes on and he said, they're ungodly men. And he says, turn the grace. Turning means to transfer or exchange the grace of God. They're transferring the grace of God. They're, they're, they're turning the grace of God. They're exchanging the grace of God for what? They're changing and turning the grace of God for lasciviousness. I said, God, what does lasciviousness mean? He says, unrestrained looks. So they, tra- they turn, they transfer, the, the, and I love to say that, that seed of grace. You know how God, God will tell us, come sit in the seat of grace. Uh, the, his affection, his love, you know, his long suffering. is that we are incapable of exhausting God's love. But they have turned his love into unrestrained lust. And I said, God, what is unrestrained lust? What is the root to unrestrained lust? He said, unrestrained lust is repressed love. Love that's unmet. Love that's unmet. So they, 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 they are turning that. They, they, they're turning God's grace to something else. Now we're going somewhere. Let's, let's look at Second Peter. Second Peter chapter number 2. Second Peter. Deal with these people. Dealing with those that's crept in unaware. Crept in unaware. Crept in unaware. Second Peter. Ooh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, verse number 11. Second Peter chapter 2, verse number 11. It says, Whereas angels, which are greater in power, let's, let's, let's go back to Second uh, Peter chapter number 2. Let's start with verse number 1 before we deal with that. Let's, let's, let's get to verse number 1 in Second Peter chapter 2. Because we, we, we're dealing with, with those men that has crept in away, those spirits that have set on the side of us, that we've taken on their sin. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So we've taken on their sin because they've got an influence. 2 Peter, verse number 1, in chapter 2, it says, But their word has sense. False prophets pull among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. Uh-huh. Amen. He commands those false prophets that they had to the false teachers that we have that are among you according to the word. It says, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies. And I said, now, what are those heresies? He said, they will bring in discord, dissension, and disunity. Disunity. That's what they're bringing. He said, he said uh, uh, they should bring in, it says, damnable heresies. That this, that disunity, that, that discord and dissension. Even denying the Lord. That what me. How can you deny who called you? But they want to bring in dissension and and disunion and discord. And forgetting that, 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 that God, the same God that brought them, is bringing us to. So, so they're sitting up in the alleyway. You know, you know, you know, the devil can be sitting right beside you. You don't even know it. Amen. Unless you got the discernment of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mm-hmm. You got the discernment of the Holy Ghost. It says, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves, uh oh, swift, swift destruction. Amen. So those that, that, that has crept in unaware, that have left their sin. Huh. And what, what, what they don't realize is when they 
correct our vessel. I mean, we're the vessels of God. So, so, so what's happening, they want to wreck our vessel. And it also says they are a hidden rock. That's why they have crept in on the way. Huh. That motives of hidden. So there are hidden rocks in the sea which could cause you to be stranded at any unexpected moment. And guess what they won't shit with? Your love. It says in the word, these are spots in your feast of love. Charity is love. So, so, so what they're trying to do and, and, and continue coming against your faith, they're trying to shit right down love. That's wrong. They're trying to shipwreck our love. See, we're, we're, we're trying to get to the high place, and in the high place, we have to remove this human love and take on the agape love, which is the God kind of love. But, but those that have crept in are aware that, that we've got that, that smell, that scent. What they're really trying to do is shipwreck our love. Amen. So if they can shipwreck our love, they, they can prevent us from getting to the high place. Because at the high place, we've got to have high and seat to get there to the moss left. We, we've got to have be stricken in our, in our feet. We've got to, we have to have that high and seat in order to be able to get to that high place. So the enemy really don't want us to get to the high place. And the only way we can get to the high place is through by our love. That's why they're the best spots in the feast of our love. They're the little rocks. Them little foxes. <laughs> they the little foxes. That's trying to shipwreck our love. Our love for one another. Amen. But if we can shipwreck our love, we can't get to the high place. Hmm. God, look. Oh, God, gosh. Then it says, then it goes on. It, 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 it says, uh, uh, they uh, said, feeding themselves without fear. Feeding themselves without fear. Now, I looked at that devil. It's a blue man. I, I look at that word feeding because I'm thinking about eating. Uh, I, I think about eating when I think about feeding. But when I really look, that's why it's good to study, y'all. It's, it takes more in the word besides just reading. You got to study to know what's really there. And that word there, feeding means shepherd or pastor. So, 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 those, those that, that, those that's crapping on the way uh, and those, those spots in the chariot of our love, they have just become your shepherd. Or they have just become your pastor. That's it. It says they're feeding themselves without fear. So, so you're not really being guided by yourself. You, 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 the one that has crept in on the way, you know, the one that got that unrestrained love. Now they are, they have become your shepherd. They have become your pastor. Because see, what you what God says, what has happened is they have, you have taken on their sin. And when you take on that sense, that means they've been the influence in your life rather than God being the influence in your life. He said, feeding. And when I looked at that word feeding, I saw that word shepherd. I said, hold up, God. That means those that have come crept into my life that, 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 that's running alongside me, right there with me, <laughs> right there with me, and we're conversating, we're conversating, and all of a sudden, I sound like being reverend sound like that. God said, they spots in your love. They're blemishes in your love. Because you're taking on their spirit. And they have become your shepherd. 
That's nasty. That's right to some I can, I can read you, girl. That's nasty. I do not want them to be my shepherds, nor my pastor. Uh-uh. Because that I means they're not teaching me what God says. They're teaching me what they think. And I ain't got time for somebody else's opinion because I'm trying to get somebody. Yeah. I've been reserved and you've been reserved for a lady who's for God. So, so we're trying to get to the high place. They're not trying to get to the high place. They're trying to shit that I love. And when you get to the high place, it's all about love because love is what's going to get you there. Hmm. And then, the, then when you get to the high place, it's just the beginning. That's the most dimensions too. But Jesus, hmm. like God, holy ghost, examples, Lord. He said, and, and they do it without fear. <laughs> they have to call me on shepherd and your pastor, teach the wrong thing, and they do it without fear. <laughs> the word says, and they do it without fear. Then it goes on to say, they are clouds, they are without water. <laughs> Talking about those spots in our, and you know, those that crept in and well, those spots that's in our, our, our feast of charity. Those, those spots that's in our love, he says they are clouds without water. That's okay, God. What do you mean? What do you mean? Clouds without rain. And, and, and I wrote down what he said. He said, that, uh, uh, a man that makes promises, but uh, uh, promises, a man uh, uh, that promises much, but does not perform. See, see, they can tell you a whole lot of stuff, but they can make a whole lot of promises, but they can't perform. I said, okay, God. They, they, they cannot perform. I said, okay. Clouds, 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 clouds. I said, oh my God, they are clouds. Make promises, but they can't perform. I'm like, Of religion. 
that professors see that when, when they have by feeding when they have become your shepherd uh, and they become your your pastor, then what has happened is they are professors of religion. You see, religion don't quite understand how God they love. Uh, religion doesn't understand that, you know. They're like an eye for an eye, two for Religion, church folks, hey, church folks don't quite understand God kind of love. See, God kind of love, I love you, but you love me or not. Because, see, it's not optional. I've got to love you anyway, regardless of what you do to me, I still got to love you. That's the kind of love we all got to get to. What they don't understand is, it's like they're professors of religion and they're not teaching kingdom. They're not teaching you the kingdom principles. Because once you begin to understand about kingdom principles, it's, it's a totally different than what the church teaches. But when we deal with kingdom principles, we begin to teach what God teaches. Okay, then. All right, now, let's go on. Let's continue. Back to Jude. Back to Jude. Back to Jude. Amen. Back to Jude. Praise God. Back to Jude. Back to Jude. It says, they feed themselves without feeding. They shepherd in you. They become the pastor. Yeah, uh huh, yeah. They keep in that religion. They cloud what I want that they make broken promises. And then the Bible says, uh, uh, they are withered. They are withered, carried about winds, trees whose fruit withered without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Okay, that, what, 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 what you're saying here? He says, when it comes down to carrying about the winds, he says, they are transported by the winds of that spirit which they're carrying. So that's why we got to be careful. We don't become contaminated. Then he goes on and he begins to talk about their trees. In other words, we are trees of righteousness. They once were trees of righteousness. They once were. But something has happened. That fruit is with it says the fruit is with us. And now they have become without fruit. Now they twice dead. So, so in other words, you, 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 you become trees of righteousness. They have become trees of righteousness one time. And, and, and their fruit has withered up. And then by the grace of God, they are able once again to become trees of righteousness. But they die out completely. They don't produce nothing. So what God says then will happen, they become twice dead. And then God says, I can pluck them up by you. So when we're contending for our faith, we've got to understand who is influenced in, in our life. Because the whole purpose is to shipwreck our love. Yeah. That there are peace in the peace now. That there are spots in, in our feast of charity and our feast of love. That there are spots that they can't be there. Now, let's look at verse number 13. And we're just about done. Verse number 13 says, this is what it says. They are raising waves of the sea. Mm. Foaming out their own waters. Foaming. Foaming out their own shame. And as I read that verse, I, I, my mind immediately goes to the ocean. And I wonder sometimes how when the water comes in, you see that foam. And I couldn't quite understand it. Then I brought a revelation to it. Because it took me back in the room of the Spirit. See, those that are spots within our peace of love, it says they are raging waves of the sea. Falling out their own shame, and I don't, we'll, we'll come back to the wandering stars. <laughs> okay, now let's look at Isaiah chapter 57. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter number 57. Isaiah chapter number 57. We're going to deal with the spots. I hope you'll see that deal with the spots. Isaiah chapter number 57, verse number 20. 
Now remember, in Jude, it says they are like, they are raging waves of the sea. Raging, you know, waves of the sea. It's one thing to be carried by the Spirit in, 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 on the waves of the sea, but that means you're going to go the way the sea tells you to go. But these, we're talking about these spots that's in our chairs in the blood. So they're raging waves of the sea. Now, when you look at Isaiah, chapter number 57, verse number 20, it says, but the wicked, I'm standing now, that those spots in our chair get love, they're trying to shipwreck our love. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they changed it, they transferred the, the grace of God, the acceptance of God, the, the love of God. They transferred all of that unto unrestrained love, you know, repressed love. But he says, but the wicked are like the troubled sea. Remember that? They're raging, they're raging sea on the way. But the wicked are like the troubled sea. When it cannot what? Rest. When it cannot rest, whose waters cast up what? So what they're doing in, in our lives, when they come, when they right on the side, all they're doing is casting up mire and earth. Right. See, that's the spots that's in our uh, in our physical blood. See, they, they all they can bring up is dirt. They bring up dirt to the house. The wicked, they're wicked now. Because see, they're trying to shipwreck our love. Now, they shipwreck my love because I'm trying to get some people. So if I allow them to be influenced in my life and I get on their sin and their spirit, my love is going to be shipwrecked and all I'm going to get from them is dirt. The wicked, that's the word. They said they can't rest. They, they, they cannot rest. Or like, they like the trouble suit. The trouble suit. That's constantly raging. The trouble suit. Constantly raging. And they cannot rest. Whose wars? They speak. The war is coming to the spirit. Whose spirit don't cast up nothing but mind. But it seems to me for the faith man. They were faith on the attack. Now look at Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number four. Still dealing with these old spots, man. Still dealing with Proverbs chapter four. Proverbs. Amen. Praise God. Proverbs chapter four. Remember how they 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 dig it up dirt. They pass it up on their spirit and dirt. That them is dirt. See, when they walk away from you, if you ain't careful, you can just go on that first. Then you got dirt too. That's what you got. And all of a sudden, you sound like them, not like yourself. Not, not like the Spirit of God is giving you. Because the whole purpose now, remember now, you're trying to shift your love. That's why your faith is under attack. Because the enemy is trying to, he's trying to shipwreck something, and that is your love. And that, that, they stop, but we need to get them spots out. Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 16. Now watch this. Talking hmm. about these little spots now. Hmm. Them shepherds and pastors that we got in our lives. That, that feeding us that garbage. Feeding us garbage. Trash. That's right. Feeding us trash. That's what it is. Feeding us trash. Verse 16 says in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, For they sleep not. Boy, they have a rough time now. It says, for they sleep not, except they have done mischief. Some of these spots in our in our feast chairs, they can't rest. They throw up there, throw them off. But they can't sleep unless they're doing mischief. Anybody know anybody like that? Oh, yeah. 